Splinters of Jade is a thriller podcast and may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. said anything about what he's doing? Kitsuki Akira is played by Steve Lanslo Bartolome. She, um... How do I put this delicately? Yogo Sojimo is played by Bren Thorson. He is, uh, much like the preferred weapon of their clan. And introducing special guest Trevor Cuba as Kakita Onimaru. I'm very tempted. <laughs> uh, let's see. Now, on with our show. We open up in the main hall of Kyudin Kuni, and it's the opening ceremonies of the Winter Court here. All the invited guests are kneeling down, lined up, and at the front dais is the host, the teacher to Kuniguru, Kuni Hatsuo. Welcome all to Winter Court as we officially begin. As I said at our last meeting, uh, Kuniyori is off on his own once again, and has placed me in charge of Winter Court this year. We will have court every three days, and I will make myself available the day before for any business that you would like to be put on the docket. There are many from different lands. We have a representative from every clan this year, which is quite interesting as well as a few minor clans and some invited ronin. Events that will be held, feel free to use wherever you want in the on the grounds. If you want to do anything inside, please check with me first, as there are some sensitive laboratories and areas that we don't want to disturb. Additionally, at the end of each month, we'll have a moon viewing that will be a casual event. If you wish to make it more than casual, then feel free to host your own event. We have a few guest lecturers this year. We'll have one on ghost hunting, as well as one on the realm of Yumido. And as always, at the beginning of the month of the Ox, we will have our 
displays of what the Kuni have learned about the Shadowlands and of Maho in our annual fair. All are invited. Now, and he looks out at the audience a bit more. Is there any business that anyone would like to discuss before I conclude this day's court? So I'll open that up to any of you who want to bring anything up. Uh, I really don't have anything I'm ready yet for. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's expecting no one to speak up. But I okay. just I do want to give you the opportunity. Yeah. But both as a guest for this podcast and also a crane in Cooney Lands, it's best if I don't bring undue attention to myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Gru already did that. Gee, why? <laughs> Gru looks like he wants to say something, but is holding off. After a few minutes of silence, which does annoy Guru because, you know, he's a little impatient. It's his fingers are twitching. Hatsuo speaks up again. Very well. This meeting was short and sweet. I will adjourn and I will see you back on the third for our next winter court. If anyone has any business they would like to bring up to me, do so tomorrow. The first whole week of Winter Court is just people mingling about. Uh, are there any downtime activities that anyone would like to do aside from general uh, practice? Because uh, I know Kuniguru wanted to help train uh, Akira. Uh, is there any downtime activities people were planning for this in this first week? So let's say that's uh, the day after the second court meeting. So the fourth day of the month of the rat. Uh, So we'll say Guru is when he does something that he absolutely has to be at. He is going to be in the libraries looking for any information on the the individuals they've seen, the different um, tokens that they've caught, trying to figure out who exactly this faction is that is wanting to sacrifice children to the different elements. All right, so we'll cut to a tea room uh, somewhere in the castle. You know, there's not many, but they have a few for meetings. And we have uh, Yogo Sojibo and Kikita Onimaru sitting down with a small cup of tea uh, and discussing their business. Yoko-san, it's a pleasure to meet you today. Uh, yes, I must apologize for the rudeness of my crab companion. He is uh, much like the preferred weapon of their clan when it comes to social engagements. Oh, please, thinking nothing of it. 
the crab have a duty here that keeps them occupied in more important matters than travel such as this. Uh, we we engage in the customary. I'm just going to skip over that. We engage in the customary small talk. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so, I have an odd request. Oh, not may I help you? So my my wife, uh, she was of the Asahina family, and sadly, she probably should have been born in a more martial tradition, but she was given the gift of the co- talking with the kami, so it forced her into the Asahina family. But she looks to have her son join the Kikita Dueling Academy. Now, the problem with this is the boy faints at the sight of blood. Trust me, there was this whole issue where my partner came in with a bunch of fish and was gutting them, and the poor boy just fainted. That that seems like it would be quite a detriment to the... And we've been, for the longest time, trying to convince her that he's probably better off at at least a more artisanal uh, version, but, you know, the woman won't have it. So if you could... Politely decline, uh, and I hand you. I, I slide over a piece of paper, uh, a pol- politely decline, and kind of hint at possibly the Yogo curse as the reason, because he does have the Yogo name. But uh, question for the setting: Is this uh, what time frame is this taking place in? <laughs> uh, I wonder if if Cute and Kikita has just exploded. <laughs> No, this is about two years before that. Okay. So, um, Satsume is still the Emerald Champion. Um, and yeah, so. The Emperor is very much alive. Yeah. Onimaru will take the paper from the uh, table and give it a once over, looking at it. Says, hmm, well, being dissuaded from the sight of blood would certainly be a hindrance towards one's career as a duelist. Uh, but Kyunikita is known more for its arts than its dueling academy. Um, are you quite certain this is not the correct path that your wife's child would rather take? It's more her desire, her her passion uh, very much was more martial. That, in fact, got her in a bit of trouble and kind of landed her in uh, my family's lap. A bit of complicated thing where she got a bit too physical with a high-ranking doji. And being a Shugenja, and it was it was very much hushed up by both families. But my grandmother was good friends with her grandmother and just had to get her out of the situation. But as her daughter did get the gift <clears throat> of the Kami. And if you would like to roll a sentiment check on that, you can. You know, I how to, just for your S's and G's. I rolled a 35. (laughs) (laughs) 
A 35 on a D20. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially since the dice don't use numbers. <laughs> I'm very talented. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. Sentiment. Roll air. Trying to get a feel for uh, what the yoga is putting down here. Oh, my. Let's see. I'm going to I've got one explosion, which I'm going to roll because why not? Came up blank. So three successes and a strife and the strife will become uh, Onimaru is feeling uncomfortable with a request to turn down a arrangement and he's struggling why someone would want to deny their own child a very prestigious position. So that definitely meets my vigilance of three. So uh, while I'm being very honest, I'm definitely holding back on something about the daughter. Like, yes, she may have uh, a ties with the Kami, but there's something else there. And to continue on with my uh, wording, it's like it's uh, very much I just don't want him to join uh, to be indebted to the crane right now. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like I generally believe that the uh, oh, God, how would I put this? Basically, subtly think that he would better better be off in a more performance oriented mm-hmm. school. I'm going to go to the acting school, huh? Yeah. So I definitely hint at that. Onimaru will Onimaru will look at the paper and look at Sojibasan, contemplate things for a while and go, um, tell me, Yogo-san, where do you see your child in the future, if not for one of the most prestigious art academies in all of Rokugan? Oh, I've... Yes. Uh, I do see him more leading towards the stage and uh he he's a very creative child when it comes to his imagination well imagination is certainly something that can be fostered in the kikita academy yes but definitely not the duelist academy so this is basically a refusal to the duelist academy mm. Because it's like, if I don't do this, she's just going to bug me forever. (laughs) Like, you had a prestigious Kikita here. And for clarity, uh, Onimaru is like, well, the crank, you know, why lose a prospective, you know, promising student, you know, especially one that comes from crane blood. (laughs) And yeah. Oh, also with that three, you would definitely get that. uh, I, how much, like, okay, how much would Kikita Onimaru, not not Trevor Cuba, but how much would you research into the people going into this uh, winter court? Would you, like, do a lot of research? Uh, Onimaru would do almost none. He's okay. here as a kind of perfunctory aspect. You know, he, he just happens to be here. Yes. <laughs> More or less. Okay. Cool. Uh, 
I just wanted to know, like, because, uh, yeah. So, Onimaru would be like, it, it does sound like your child would not be suited for the dueling academy, but um, even I, one of the students from there, would be the first to admit that the arts academy is actually Kyun Kikita's shining jewel. And if your child is more artistically inclined that is certainly a place where they can grow and prosper oh oh most there is no and i hesitate uh that's not just me swallowing my (laughs) my soda Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, no there is no doubt of the kikita's passion for the arts uh but like i said my wife has a desire for him to be a bushi, not an artisan. I kind of look at the tea and I'm like mulling it over, secretly thinking, oh, God, I wish this was that soju that I got in Dragonfly Lands. <laughs> um, scenery question. Who brought the tea? A servant. Okay. Um, so about you would notice that uh, Odimaro would be drinking a very peculiar br- uh, blend of tea while this conversation's happening. He seems to not particularly enjoy the drink while he's partaking in it. Yes. After after taking a long sip of um of this tea, he's not particularly enjoying. He'll mull it over uh, more, and so and he'll say, "Well." I certainly would not try to force upon a child a path that's not best suited for them. If they do not have the constitution, uh, I'm sure there's many other students who'd much prefer the opportunity to shine as a duelist in the academy. If that's not to your child's predilection, who who am I to say otherwise? A uh, quick interjection. Um, now, Trevor, is this jade leaf tea that you're drinking? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Yogo actually would somewhat recognize the smell of this tea, as it's very similar to the tea that he smells uh, Kitsuki Akira drink quite often. Ah, uh, Yes. We all have our vices. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's um, if you're looking for a letter of refusal uh, based on your own assessment of your child, having not previewed the lad myself, who am I to say that they are not suited for one way or another? I'm going to use your best judgment on this one and consider the matter closed. Uh, thank you so much, Kakita-san. Please, no trouble at all. If there's anything you may need, I am mostly available. I am an Emerald Magistrate, after all. I will certainly keep that in mind. I'm sure your duties are far more pressing than anything that I can possibly concern you with. But mm-hmm. uh we're just beginning a long winter, so I hope to see you again sometime. Um, yes. <laughs> and then with the, that, perfun- 
yeah, with the perfunctory small talk to finish yeah. it, and then we both, uh, yeah. Onimaru would uh, almost aggressively down the rest of his tea, wince a little, um, and get up and give a proper low bow as he prepares mm-hmm. to exit the tea room. Yes, I, I do the same. Um, fold up the letter, maybe check it. Like, what is the handwriting like, Kikita? Um, very elegant penmanship, which one might expect from a crane, but not necessarily one of the bushy. Um, you can tell just without even a roll, just looking at it, he is someone who cares very much for his brushwork and his calligraphy. Oh, so dang. I was hoping to, I was hoping the other way around because I don't have any strife right now, <laughs> but I would definitely lose strife. I would definitely lose some strife from this. Uh, yeah, I make sure it's I do all the paper stuff. I, I don't think we need to. So uh, that's end scene. All right, we'll cut over to the library where Kuniguru is going through scrolls and parchment of different pieces of information. And uh, if you'll remind me what it was you were specifically looking for. Uh, so I'm looking for any information that the Kuni have found in the past millennium of writing about a sect or individuals that are trying that basically sacrifice children or sacrifice anyone to basically the to the rings but not the way we normally see them objection um would you like some assistance um looking up um these rings and such. Guru probably would not have said anything about what he's doing. Though if Akira happened to come into the library and saw him, Guru would not say that he couldn't help. Probably would and probably would start digging into um, these odd, um, start digging into these odd depictions of the rings, seeing what the Kuni has on them and Seeing if you can't dig to the bottom of this mystery about what they actually are. All right. So uh, go ahead and we'll, we'll do a roll for this here. Um, we're going to do theology. And then you can, let's see, you're going to do a theology water. You're more surveying for things. Or you can do a air for analyze i'm gonna hide the tn from you though pretty much it's the same uh dipole in the way i look at it got it the roll okay let's see what do i want to keep here gonna be a lot of strife oh are we at zero strife in full Uh, at this point yeah yeah you're you're totally good because it's been several days so I'm going to assume you've done stuff during that time that have would have reduced any strife. And uh, so you are at ground zero. Yeah. Well, I'm going up here because that's I'm keeping those two explodings and I'm going to. So and because I've got the exploding two blacks, you know what? I'm keeping everything. All those. 
So that will be three successes, five strife, <laughs> and two opportunities. Okay, how is the strife manifesting? It's I'm f- figuring this is taking a few days, and so Guru's he's going through scroll after scroll after scroll, and it's taking time. He's not finding what he what he's looking for quickly. It's frustrating him, and it's like not this one. No, not this one. There's something here, but no, not enough. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say this is also going to trigger off your impatience. So you're going to take three additional strife off of this. You know, you're you're getting kind of hit hard. Um, it it is kind of an obscure thing that you're looking for, and uh, you're not finding much of anything talking about any specific cults or individuals sacrificing to an element uh you do find some writings about the anvil of despair and sacrificing the boar clan to create the anvil um and that you find very interesting so that is going to hit your passion of armaments just because <laughs> of its interest. So we'll take away that strife because you spend a bit of time reading about the Anvil of Despair itself and the forging of those blades, which is especially interesting because some of that sounds like the swords that you found and uh, what Ningo had used to quench the blades. So I'm assuming that's what the two opportunities gets got me. Yes. Okay. Do Unless I, you wanted to spend those opportunities in another way. No, no. I like that. The question I have is, is there any mention? And I know this is going back to old five R of, um, Oh shoot. Brain just died. <laughs> Blood swords. Yes. The original creators of the Blood Swords. Um, oh, hell, I can't remember their names again. Yajinden? Yeah, Yajinden and Kokujin. His- so, this specific writing is about Yajinden, which is uh, important for you because the uh, Mahosukai that you questioned previously had mentioned Yajinden's heir. So, you're kind of tucking away all this knowledge. About the Anvil Despair, uh, Yijinden, the Blood Swords, and you get an idea of some tests you'd like to run while you're here on the strange swords that you've been collecting. Yeah, as soon as I start finding this information, this documentation, I call over one of the other scholars and say, Give me some paper and writing instruments. And then Guru will start taking notes. All right. Yeah, yeah, no problem there. And if Akira basically interrupts him, Guru probably says, leave me alone. (laughs) All right. Yeah. But as far as finding information about this cult and sacrificing, you you don't really find anything. It's but you get plenty of stuff about the Anvil of Despair and Blood Swords. I can distract it. All right. Yeah. How did Kitsuki Akira fare? Uh, I got one success, two opportunity, and one strife. 
Um, you find a scroll that has the etymology of the rings and the depictions, the pictures of them going back from antiquity to present era. And you're comparing the rubbings that you took, yeah. the all, the two rubbings that you have to these. And it could be just a new iteration, but you're not seeing anything that's quite a match. There's things that are similar, but different, and nothing is quite fitting. Mm. Um, it's like frustration. Yeah. Which is where the strife's coming in. Yep. Uh, you, then the pu- the puzzle just isn't coming together for you. Right. A person sits down next to you, looks over. Oh, that's an interesting picture. You look up, and it is a, another Dragon Clan member, and Agasha, from the looks of it. She's got a stack of scrolls herself to look through things. Where did I... you ever find this? New ring. Um, it was in the course of my duties as a magistrate. Um, found uh, cultists. Found this on a um, child that was sacrificed. Trying to find more information on it and hopefully the cultists. But the puzzle is not revealing itself to me. That sounds like Maho. That I don't. It it does, but um. When the, one of my compatriots is a Cooney, and they were not tainted, which is odd. You have a friend who's a Cooney. Well, that explains why Akitsuki is here. Oh, by the way, I'm I'm Agasha Toshiko. Ah, Kitsuki Akira. So I'm I'm here for the science fair. I brought along some of my own work that I'd like to share with the Cooney, and learn uh, more about what they have. Of course. I think I did see you in the opening ceremonies. Uh, yes. I was uh, curious as to why you were sitting apart from the other dragons, but uh, I guess if you are a magistrate and friends with a Cooney, that would explain it. I that, that would. Is that Scorpion a friend of yours as well? Ah, Yogo-san, yes. He is a fellow magistrate as well. Three of us a have... Yogo? A Yogo, yes. Quite interesting. interesting. Yes. Has the... Has the curse manifested? I would love to study him. I am... I have not inquired. So I, I do not know if his curse has come to fruition or not. Oh, interesting. Hmm. And you see her jot some notes down. Oh, interesting, interesting, yes. Well, do you think I could talk to him and get find out some more? I would love to learn about this. It might help my research. Quite possibly. I will go ahead and make introductions for you. Um, um, perhaps after lunch today. I will talk to him at lunch. Oh, that would be very lovely. And with that, we will do a pan swipe over to the lunch break. Uh, Yoga-san? Yes? I've 
ran into somebody while uh, doing some research in the library. Um, Agasha to- Toshiko. She, um, how do I put this delicately? She wanted to study the Yogo curse, if you are willing, and wish to talk to you about it. Uh, <laughs> did she have to mention how she would like to study the curse? It's, it's... Unfortunately, she did not. Mm. I would presume simply talking, but she did not go into further details. Mm. Which is why I kind of want to broach the subject with you first before I introduce you. I do know this is there... a delicate matter. Let's see. Uh, hmm. Because it's like it has been studied quite a bit, but and, but most of that research is in the Castle of Learning or the Yogo Towers. I do not think she would die. Hmm. Ah, let's speak with her. Ah, very well. So you, you see her sitting uh, at a table on the opposite side of the hall. Uh, you're welcome to walk over and talk to her here or you know, you can send a letter to her and arrange a meeting. I would probably do that. Yeah, send a letter. All right. Um, and a little text message. <laughs> <laughs> you pro- after lunch, you write up the invitation and that goes out to her. You uh, arrange where is there a particular area you'd like to arrange the meeting in uh, your room, the tea room, one of the gardens, uh, probably one of the gardens. Garden sounds good. All right. So you see some other people it happen to be in this garden as well. Um, mm-hmm. And but you're able to find a quiet corner. And you see Agasha Toshiko there. She's got uh, a scroll case and she's got a box with her as well. Uh, And she is kind of jumps up as she sees you come in. Oh, I hope it isn't too much of an inconvenience for you to meet with me. Um, Thank you for inviting me. I'm Agasha Toshiko, and she does a polite bow, uh, depth mm-hmm. appropriate for the station. Yeah, I follow. And once again, skipping over the small talk, we'll get right to the. Well, we won't skip. Recording wise, we're skipping over the small talk. We have the small talk, and then we will get down to business. I would love to learn more about the Yogo curse and was wondering has it manifested for you? And she seems very excited. Uh, Yogo pauses and looks off to the uh, horizon towards Yogo lands and says "Uh, sadly mine has yet to manifest. Uh, Oh, fantastic. Uh, not for you. Uh, for me. It's fantastic. Yes. Um, 
I would you mind if I took a few samples and ran a few tests? Samples of what? Of you, of course. Sounds a bit painful. Uh, I'm going to. I guess I don't have sentiment yet. I don't think. Maybe I do. I gotta check. Where's my sheet? Oh, I do. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna run an air. Uh, what would be the actually? What would be the check for this? To like. Uh, what are you hoping to accomplish? Well, basically, Yogo thinks this is very close to Maho, like human samples. And I know she's uh, a Nagasha alchemist. Yep. And we just had to deal with an Nagasha alchemist not too long ago who was. And I'd rather not have bits of me that I cannot keep track of. So I just want to roll a sentiment check to see her intent. Okay. Um, actually, yeah, it would be water. The, so I'm going to try and... Uh, it could also be fire. Because you're kind of trying to theorize about her actions. Yeah, what skill, though? Like theology or... Um, no, a sentiment would fit. You're okay. kind of analyzing her psychology and her emotions, motivations. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, do I have a TN? Um, or, it is going to be... If it's going to be for vigilance, you don't have to tell me, I don't think. Yeah, it's going to be a uh, TN2. I'm going to keep a blank die. I don't remember. I got basically out of all three dice I rolled. <laughs> two opportunity and two strife. Oh, fun. <laughs> All right. So you're not sure she, you're not used to dealing with somebody who is being so open about their emotions because you can tell she's clearly excited not having that court mask on right now. Yes. Uh, very unnerved. Um, I, I'm definitely going to politely decline saying that I'd rather not have pieces of me where I cannot keep track of them it's just a little bit of hair hair and I kind of like stare at them or stare at them yes the hair can tell you lots of things can tell you what sort of drugs a person has had by analyzing its structure it can tell you where people have been those are very much things I would like to have kept secret so. Oh, okay. She seems very dejected. If you would like to learn more of the Maho, uh, not Maho, god dang it. Yoga. Sorry, Maho on the brain. It was caused by Maho, but it, the Yogo curse. I, if you would like to learn more about the Yogo curse, I, I'd say on your way home, go through bait in pass and stop off at the Yogo Towers or perhaps the Castle of Learning. They, they will share much more information than you would be able to gather from me. I tried on my way here. They wouldn't let me into their libraries. Perhaps if I had well, an invitation from you. 
I, I was just thinking the same thing. And I will go ahead and write. Uh, uh, shoot, like who would I? Write? I, I I basically write to the head of the library of saying yes, this person can. Um, anything happens, contact me. All right, she, she she's very excited about this, and uh, at a future point in time, you can ask her for a favor. So you can take that, you can jot that down in a note for yourself uh, that you can right. call in a favor. All right. Any other downtime activities that we want to do before we yeah. kind of time skip a little? Go ahead. I just want a general idea of what Kikita Onimaru is doing during the first week or so. He's being relatively a loner. He's not avoiding conversations and he will uh, step in and talk with, and just generally chit chat with people. But for the most part, he hangs to himself. Um, he kind of takes the crab chiding because he's in crab lands and the crab are not the most, you know, pleased with the crane all the time uh but he takes most of their chides with good humor and smile and maybe a self-depreciating joke uh he will draw a line when someone goes too far and someone does something that's considered generally insulting he will give them a look and say excuse me um i didn't hear that will you say that again and his reputation as a Kikita duelist will generally have them cow down to uh, at that point. But he will he will he'll take most opportunities that many other more sensitive people would take as a insult and just let it slide as a joke. You know, he seems to very um, very accepting of his position, like a, a, of a lower position here. Um, and then when he's not engaging with idle chit chat, he scurries to himself and can be found either um, meditating or sketching on some parchment in a secluded area, preferably outside, away from other people. Dungeons of Jade is a work of fiction. It is not affiliated with Edge Entertainment, Fantasy Flight Games, or Esmondy International. Music is used with permission from Darren Curtis. More of his music can be found on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Our logo was designed by Nix and Amelia. More of her art can be found on Etsy. Recording, editing, and sound design is by Bren Thorson. Story is conceived by Chris Garvey. You can follow us on Twitter at, at SodgePodgeRPG, Facebook at facebook.com backslash sodgepodrpg and sodgepodrpg.podbean.com You can message us at sodgepodrpg at gmail.com Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't grasp J-Strike it, grasp it with Earth.